this week on... Fuck, I, I just can't do this. God damn it. <sighs> Biffcast. One star, we're fucked. All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast. Yeah, whatever. Bamfcast. Episode Bamfcast. 70. Jesus. Yeah. I can feel the 70. love tonight. Can you? Whatever. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm, I quit. <laughs> that's not a name. He's the beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, so if you're joining us for the first time, what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we roll the dice back into the history of bad movies. We sometimes find one that's forbidden. We come to the R Zone and watch it, and we talk about it for about 30 minutes. Then we rate said shitty movie, one to five jocks, if it's a good bad movie after robot jocks, or one to five bags, in the negative sense, stay away, that's, as, that's in douchebags, after Twilight. So... You know what? What? We might have to change that scale. <laughs> uh, uh, change it to what? Zones? No, we, we can't change an old thing. Yeah, that's true. And bags works too well. It does. But so, goddamn Forbidden Zone. That's what we watched. Oh, goddamn Forbidden Zone. Fuck you, movie. You made our intro guy quit. <sighs> <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Let's get a plot. Well, let's get something that's called a plot summary out of the way. Let us herd the cats. This. Good luck. A mysterious door in the basement of the Hercules house leads to the sixth dimension by way of a gigantic set of intestine. When Frenchie slips through the door, King Fausto falls in love with her. The jealous Queen Doris takes Frenchie prisoner, and it's up to the Hercules family and friend Squeezit Henderson to rescue her. That sounds almost coherent. It does, almost. It's a crock of shit. <laughs> now, it's all a lie. To be fair, that kind of was the plot. That was the plot. However... However, that plot could be resolved in about six minutes. I would have accepted a six-minute animated version of that plot, mm -hmm. as opposed to the hour and 12, 13 minutes of live action, action, whatever this was. Yeah. I don't oh, even know. Okay, so going back a few episodes now, this was recommended. <laughs> Take a deep breath. This was, this was recommended by Travis from Kansas City. He said, quote, this will blow our minds and that we need to clear everything else out in the queue and do this movie immediately. So that's what we did, mostly. I mean, we, we, we had our train to 69, no pun intended, set, you know, in motion. Yes. After 69, it was wide open again, do whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, the next time you recommend a movie, Travis. We are not listening We're going to be you. very leery. No, you're banned. <laughs> okay. Okay. You might be banned. So you might have done this to us, Travis. It, 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 this is the first we time just got, we've I think had we got to punked is what it is. You know, this is the first it, time we've had to ban. It's fair. Someone. It's fair. I, I've, I've pushed the star Wars holiday special upon people. And, and this is a similar type mm -hmm. of, of layer of hell, a seven layer dip of hell. Yes. But this is like the guacamole layer. Cause it's like, Ugh, yes. slimy and doesn't I like taste guacamole. like dirt because you're this you're you're guacamole you suck too. okay guacamole is good but this movie's terrible so yeah we watched the black and white version yes yeah, because when he called in he said there's a color version right. but color. Netflix we don't control the Netflix no and, and it sent and us the black and white we're one. not really we weren't planning on going too far out of our way to acquire this so mm -hmm. color can't make this better so color can't undo the hurt basically what this movie and there are air quotes there is is a filmed version of the oingo boingo stage production i guess they used to do that danny elfman and oingo boingo used to do or what mm -hmm. were they what's the what was the full original the mystic night? knights of oingo boingo there you go okay so his brother I, is that what oh. we look this up brother yes it's okay his yeah brother. it's his brother his brother directed this and Basically, it's an hour and 13 minute live action Fleischer cartoon done by people who have serious sexual hangups is the best way I can say. Because, I mean, yeah, it it's it, uh, it, <laughs> see, here's the deal. At first, I thought it was kind of going to be like a neo Dadaism type movie. OK, because Dada was an artistic movement from like the early 
20th century. Right. Where it was basically, it was kind of like surrealism, but it was more like nothing matters. Everything is nonsense. And that was the point is everything was not supposed to have meaning. Sure. But this isn't that. This is just if a bunch of assholes decided to make a movie and hated everyone that watched it, they would make this. Okay. I mean, there are certain elements of it, but this is one of the painful ones. Yeah, I will say this. Like, the 2D animation that they do is pretty damn sweet looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it really got my hopes up because it starts off with that. Yeah. And then, and it shows up intermittently throughout the movie. You know, and that's kind of like where you get the spirit of these cartoons you know, of the, is it Fleischer or Fleischman? It's Fleischer. Fleischer. Yeah. yeah. Charles and uh, Charles and Max. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's, it, it has that whole feel of like a 1930s movie. Yeah. Just with better sound. And like, a, you know, it's got the feel, really has the feel of the, of, of a cartoon. And it's Dave, it's Dave Fleischer, by the way. Charles Dave is the comedian. Oh, no. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? He does. Dave okay. and Max. Max and Dave. Either way, that it's tough to even like talk about plot or where things are going or anything because it's so nonsensical. Right. It, it is. I mean, that's that's fair. Um, we can we can kind of step sort of towards the plot, I guess, if you want, but. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't even know if it's worth. But the whole thing trying to follow through the plot to talk about. Yeah, it. the whole thing, the way it's filmed and the way it looks, it looks like a high school stage play. Yeah, it's it's very minimalistic. I mean, for, even down to like the props that are in scenes. Yeah, the, yeah, the sets. Like, there's nothing extra. It's like okay, if you need to hand somebody something, that's the only thing that is in the scene with you. You know yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, the, it's like a black box theater production where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, use your imagination for the sets, you know? Yeah, because all the, all the, we may put some backdrop and some funky lighting, but, you know. Yeah, you know, all the sets are, are flat painted right. stuff, except and the for. acting is about on the level of. Yeah, I think the sets. High school production. Yeah. But everything worse. is either overacted or really overacted. Yeah. So, okay, stepping, stepping into the plot, as dangerous as that is. Shit happens, then <laughs> weird shit happens, then more sh- weird shit happens, the end. And it happens for longer than you ever want it to happen. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to attempt to, I mean, because we, we yeah. have to fill some time here. I know, we I can, know, I'm just saying. We this, can just keep bullshitting about the movie I without have, actually having to talk about the like, plot. Like, there's been times where we've been suffering, and I've been like, okay, I've wanted to say, hey, just find out how much time's left, because I just I need to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I, sure? I held off for almost an hour. It was almost exactly an hour on this one. Yeah. Before I finally said, I never do this, but I just I have to know how much time is left. Cause if there was any more than 30 minutes, I was gonna get up and leave. Okay. <laughs> and luckily there were 13 minutes left. And they were a long ass 13 minutes. I was ready to leave before the credits finished. Yeah, I was I was um, feeling it. The opening ones, I mean, you mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. the beginning of the credits. Um, I made it to the first musical number. The only reason I didn't leave is, you know... Dedication? Dedication, yes. So, you out there, if you're enjoying this, that our, our pain and suffering, you're fucking welcome. <sighs> so I didn't want to watch this. Uh, okay, so... Are you going to make us sit through the plot? Just briefly. I'm going to do it in like in like less than five minute fashion. <laughs> okay. You already did a plot synopsis. I, I know, but I'm <laughs> just going to break it down a little bit. The the uh, the Hercules family that they were talking about is is like one of those cartoon style families where it, it's like you said, it's an absurdism. It's it's doesn't make any sense. You've got dad has some kind of like almost like Transylvanian accent. Mom looks like I think they called him Swedish at one point. Okay, but I mean, really, as, I, as the movie yeah, went on, uh, well, he was. I'm much not saying that yeah. he sounded Swedish at all, but they yeah. they called him Swedish. Okay, well, just as the movie went on, he sounded more like ah ah ah. Blood. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, and the mother was like straight off of American Gothic, you know, mm-hmm. f- you know, farm marm, basically. Yeah, with really bizarre makeup. Yeah, um, painted on eyebrows and all that curlers mm-hmm. in her hair. The daughter is Frenchy, uh, who. Basically, is Frenchy simply because apparently she took a trip to France? I think they mentioned yeah. briefly. And she, that was, no, she is French. 
Oh, no, okay. they said she took a trip or to something. France. Yeah, and I think that made her French. Yeah, but the thing is, she speaks in the thickest, fakest French accent sure. you've ever heard. Okay. Or maybe a real French accent, just way overdone. Yeah, I, I'm just... She way is, exaggerated she is Marie is. Pascal Elfman. Well, whatever it is. <laughs> right. And shockingly, they got divorced after this movie. Who knew? <gasps> so then you have... Um, uh, what the hell was the, the son's name? The old bastard? Flash. Flash. Flash is like an old Jewish Flash man. and Gramps yeah, is fl- the other son. Yeah, Flash is like the well, Gramps I think was actually supposed to be the grandpa. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so Flash is like the other is is Frenchie's brother, but she's older than like everyone else in the in the family, and he wears a Cub Scout uniform and a uh, a beanie, you know, propeller beanie. Yeah, but he's like a sixty year old man. Yeah, and speaks like you know a, a New York Jew. Basically. Oy vey. Yeah. Um, and then Why you got, do we gotta go in this forbidden zone? And then you got Grandpa, who apparently is Aye. the only other member of the family that shares a, a lineage, because he's also supposed to be a famous retired Jewish wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Who farts whenever he moves. I'm sure. Yeah. And make a point to add that sound effect whenever he takes a step. Yeah. So, as the plot basically said, uh, Frenchie, for whatever reason, decides she's going to peek into the forbidden zone. She trips on a roller skate, falls in. <laughs> You know, and that part it, was slightly amusing, you know, and is is now stuck there because uh, Hervé Villachez, the king of the sixth dimension, has uh, taken a shine to her and thrown her in cell 63, the favorite cell of of his, you know, his concubines and the evil queen would would rather just torture and kill her because that's what she does. And uh, she's a very jealous, yes. weird. Looking. Yeah, she's very queen of hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. So. So Flash and Grandpa decide to go rescue uh, Frenchie, and that's where it basically yeah. turns in. That's that's the plot of the movies. They're they're trying to rescue her, even though she kind of doesn't want to be rescued. She, for whatever reason, has a thing for for Hervé. Yeah. It. So. Yeah, and then just lots of uh, I mean direct montages or homages, I should say, to to actual Fleischer cartoons down to the. Uh, the famous Cab Calloway mini, the Moocher cartoon, I mean, is mm-hmm. is done almost beat for beat. And a lot of musical numbers. Yeah. I mean, which are all basically taken from some old 1930s or 40s cartoon or mm-hmm. Three Stooges or things of that nature. Yeah. Things that people, things that the people that made this movie weren't alive to see. So this is almost like, this. this basically becomes like a hipster kind of movie in a way because it's like they it's like they dug into this weird thing of the past and i don't know it's like they almost you know it's almost like they did this with some kind of weird lack of irony like strange homage but yet terrible it's i'm i'm gonna tell you what it is yeah these are all the kids i knew in art school right who were just art is dead. We've got to make something new. That's original that nobody's ever done before, but we got to have influence from the past and you know, that sort of shit. And it's just like the most pretentious fucks that I knew are the type of people who would eat this shit up and who would want to make a movie just like this. Okay. That that just people try and figure it out, but it won't matter. You know, this, yeah, I I, know, I know, I know the stupid asshole stuff, you know, that people come up with when you get high. And then, you know, as we've said many times in the past, yeah, those don't notes, those notes that you script yeah. when you're high, those notes that you make when you're high or drunk or whatever, you generally just want to throw those away. It's, it's yeah. assholes that follow through and do it and make the rest of the world suffer. Yeah. Cause I'm going to say it now. This makes me like everything Danny Elfman <laughs> has done less. I'm not even yeah, joking. Yeah. Like, I wish I was exaggerating, but honestly, like knowing that he did this makes I, me, I know, makes I know. me dislike things that I used to like of his. That's how shitty this movie is. I'll say only this. Um, it was his brother's movie and he did the music for it and had a part in it. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm but not, he was part I, of the whole band that this is based on their show. Yes. Yeah, I, so I, I, I but, yeah, but honestly, you know, like anyone who's I, involved in this, I hate them. I honestly hate everyone involved in making this fucking movie. I can't bring myself to hate Danny Elfman, so I can't. I can't follow along. With I, that. Except Hervé Villachez, actually. <laughs> I can't, bring, Villages, my, yeah, I can't bring myself to hate him. I just now hate every, anyone but, with the last name of Elfman. You know, be it Danny, you know, Richard, Jenna. I hate them all. 
<laughs> you know? Don't hate Dharma, man. I do. Don't do it. Don't do it to me. And Dharma's got bad karma now because her last name is Elfman. Is she related? I hope. Um, she is the wife of um, Marie Pesc. Mar- okay, follow me. She's the wife okay. of the son of um, Marie Pascal Elfman and uh, Richard Richard Elfman. Dick. I'm calling. Yes. We're calling him Dick okay. from now Dick on. Dick Elfman. Yes. Dick Elf. <laughs> Dick Elf. Yes. <laughs> you are yeah. a Dick Elf. Yeah. yeah, but... So, wait, there actually is it really a relation there? It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, yeah then she's lumped in. <laughs> she is, she's like a spawn of this movie. That's why Dharma and Greg sucked ass. <laughs> this is why Dharma and Greg, you bitch. Yeah. I, I will say, there were two points where we got laughs. Uh, yes. Because there's a school scene, like, we've, we've neglected to mention right, the right. school scene. Y- for yes. good reason. Sure. Which is another nonsensical whatever thing. Because it's like all these... You know, 30, 40 year old people are are in school and they got Andy Dick for a teacher dressed as a woman. (laughs) So Andy, just normal Andy Dick. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Andy Dick Elfman. Yeah. (laughs) Andy Dick Elf. (laughs) Lump him in. Lump that son bitch in. But, uh, and they're teaching them the ABCs, but there are four black dudes in the back dressed as pimps. Mm Mm-hmm. Playing craps? I think they're playing craps. Uh, they're playing cards. Or we know they're playing oh, cards yeah, because they had chips. Chi- yeah, there were chips involved. Because the one, the one dude picked up the chips before he was supposed to, and the other kid shot him. Right. Or not kid. See, why, why would I even say kid? But the the other dude shot him, and then they, then they're, you're crazy, uh, what's his name? Squishy? Squ- uh, squeeze it. Squeeze, squeeze it. it, yeah. Who, I don't even want to get into what the fuck that thing is but the chicken boy yeah he's supposed to be some kind of chicken boy but he tattled he said he tattles on him to the teacher by going teacher 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 johnny shot teddy (laughs) and the kids just like and the dude's just laying on the table and the other dude's holding a gun she's like well what do you have to say for yourself motherfucker touched the chip before he was supposed to (laughs) what i had to do and then she's like i'm gonna send you to the principal's office and he goes (laughs) You ain't sending me nowhere, you honky bitch. <laughs> and starts shooting at her. Yeah. And so she pulls out a submachine gun. And she which, pulls out a submachine which a she Tommy started, gun. Which she basically. started the class with as well because yeah. they were all yeah. going ape shit. So she we should, we should also gun. point out in the class there's basically like a, a, a Hitler kid. Yeah, a little Hitler kid with a... Um, I didn't see him. I didn't you didn't see him. the fat Hitler with the, the no. mustache in the front left? No, I didn't see him. Yeah, he was there... Um, there was like a couple of I, like most of the movie, like most of the women are played by men dressed in drag. A lot of the women, but I think yeah. that the two uh, Latino gentlemen were actually women dressed as men in drag. I think it was the only time that that happened. I wasn't paying enough. There attention. was two like you know traditional fifties greaser style, you know, kind of guys, mm-hmm. you know, white t shirts. A lot of stereotypes. Yeah, in this just movie. yes. Okay, the, this movie is <laughs> all all of the stereotypes yeah, horribly racist. <laughs> I don't know if it's. <laughs> Yes. I don't think no, it's... No, there's blackface okay, This was in 1982 and there was blackface. I don't think it was specifically it. supposed to be racist. Well, okay. All right. I think it was playing up the no, no, no. stereotypes there, 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 there is a line that is drawn. Like, things like that were done in the Fleischer area cartoons. That doesn't mean it's okay to homage it in 1982. You know? It's... I don't think it was intended as ha 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 I, black people and I'm just ha saying, ha Latino. I'm just saying in a in, in hundred years when someone, you know, the, Hollywood has run out of ideas and they decide to remake On With The Wind, nobody's going to think it acceptable to have anybody around and go, I don't know nothing about birth no babies. That is not going to fly now or yeah, a hundred years Yeah, and they have the now. one guy in blackface when they're taking Chicken Boy to yeah. the devil and he's just like, oh, Missa. Yeah, it's it's. I'm going to tell you what. It's you know, bad. and you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really but I don't, I don't, I think... I think you can say that it's in poor taste. It's yeah, but I yes. don't think I don't think that you can say that it's specifically racist. Yeah, I, I'm I'm uh, going to agree with BJ okay, here okay, because okay. I, I will because nothing in the movie makes sense. Okay, that's fair right. Enough. Yeah, that's because fair it's enough. not. Yes, yeah. yes. If, if maybe if you but know yeah, the grand having it in dragon there still, of the clan had made this movie, no, sure. But, I but I I I submit that if you this were was right a there. sequel to Birth of a Nation, then yes, yeah, there but, you go. Okay, but I. I just uh, and and it, yeah, all the sexual stuff. Yeah, is pretty much the, the daughter who's the princess, <sighs> or the princess who's the daughter of Hervé Villachez and the queen. Yeah, queen bitch. Yeah, whatever. the queen bitch. She we, walks around topless. She's basically just wearing granny panties. Yeah, the entire time. And that's it. And yeah. and arm gloves. Like which and is weird. Right. 
Well, it's, it's, it's weird because this movie is black and white, so half the time she's walking around, she looks like she has no arms. Because she also mm-hmm. insists on doing very weird things with her arms. Like, she'll hold them up against the background so you can't see them, so she's just looking like, you know... <laughs> like an amputee. Yeah. And they've got that. And then whenever um, Flash and Gramps, once they're in the Forbidden Zone, whenever they come across anybody, male or female, they proceed to dry hump them. Yep. Yeah. And it makes a little... <laughs> of course it does. This movie is also sound. ripe with sound effects from your classic zoinks and boinks and doinks to fart noises and upcheck noises and... Well, and then when they... And squishy noises. When they pass through the intestines of the passage, yeah. you know, it makes like a farting mm-hmm. shit sound when they land yeah. outside of it. And then sure does. There, it's just... I don't know. It's just weird because it's so bizarrely childish. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's so ridiculously sexual at the same time. Yep. That it's just, it's almost uncomfortable it's, to watch. It's almost like an 11-year-old's view of sexual activity. You know, like like an 11-year-old who has just kind of figured out that those sort of things happen. So, there are boobs and humping. And and yeah, that's yeah, pretty I, much it. Mm, it's, yeah. it's, it's very weird. God. Fuck this movie. Fuck. Yeah. Mm. It just inspires so much anger in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mm. It also not, gave me a splitting headache. Yep. Yeah. Not going to lie. We took some, uh, I had some to take some medicine. Because <laughs> honestly, there were not enough drugs to be able to watch this fucking movie. I, 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 I don't know. I that. mean, that may be the sole reason it was made. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I... Because they had to be like, we need something really... Like, 2001 just isn't doing it anymore, man. <laughs> we need something that I can, we can take the brown shit and watch it and we'll figure out what happens, you know, but th- we need something. I can imagine that if you have smoked a lot of dope, this movie might be hilarious. Or terrifying. I, you know... You gotta get the good... good dope you know yeah well i, I think they go for <laughs> the hallucinogens yeah <laughs> i mean shit watch xanadu instead for yeah. christ's sake people yeah i mean that's just it like no i'm not saying yeah of course it wouldn't be better than xanadu i mean there are there are a billion other things that are that are fun people i mean fun bad and fun that's what we're about mm-hmm. this is bad and painful and I'm, gonna, you, I'm just gonna say I, I i'm gonna lay it on the line maybe heavier than you guys if you like this movie you are a bad person <laughs> That's entirely possible. I'm going to ask you. You are broken as a human being if you well, like this movie. I'm not going to go that far, but I'm going to say you and I probably don't get along. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with it on the line. I'm, I'm saying you are a bad person. There is something wrong with you if you like this movie. <laughs> if I'm wrong, please, please tell me what what is there to like about it. And I'm not talking about like I like it because it's ironic. I'm talking about like I would sit down and watch this and enjoy it. Not. Like, I mean, because we can laugh at anything bad. We we have laughed at rubber frog masks, which there are some in this, or one at least. Yep. We have laughed at horrible, you know. We laughed our asses off at The Room. Yeah. I mean, we Twice. watched The Room more than once. And I will say that it, it was dead fucking silent throughout this movie. Yeah. And that is that is the worst sign we can ever have in a movie is where all you hear are sighs every once in a while. And just... Yeah. I mean... There is, I just don't think that there's anything, sadness, anything that you can say positive about this movie beyond irony, because you cannot look at this movie and go, it's enjoyable in any normal cognitive capacity. You know, it, you are on some serious drugs or you have a heavier sense of irony than we do. If you like this movie, I guess I just sent a text message to my resident, um, Boingo, boingo, and all things similar <laughs> expert. Okay. Oh, really? Uh, so I shall see what what comes yeah. back. Just to I just see. don't know what I'm missing. I, you know, obviously I, I wasn't old enough to be into Oingo Boingo at the time that they were new. I, I couldn't name an Oingo Boingo song if you put a gun to my head right now. I just, I know Danny Elfman is composer. I would say composer, the theme it. from Forbidden Zone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, or uh, I'll go with the theme from uh, the animated Dilbert. <laughs> the Dilbert TV Zone. Show. Yeah. Sure. That's actually what that piece was was retitled. Once yeah. it was the Dilbert Zone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe that's him. But yeah, I just. <clears throat> oh, it, it's just it's 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 an art movie <laughs> on on terrible terrible crack. It's a student film that just yeah. went too far. I mean, pretty much, yeah. 
I mean, has, and, I mean, God, this an is, hour and thirteen minutes. That was so fucking long. Yeah, this is this is coming to somebody like I have seen Eraserhead multiple times. I have seen David Lynch's old shorts, which are even stranger than Eraserhead yes. multiple times. Um, fuck, I'm and I'm just I'm I I've watched. Uh, oh come on, who's the guy with the with the, does the weird weird ass animation? The tune, um, Bill Plumpton. I've watched. Okay, yeah. I've watched his whole long movies. He has a couple, you know, full length movies. You know his. His shit almost works better in a short form of like, holy shit, that was a mind trip. But I've watched his entire movies. Um, I've seen some weird ass shit. You've seen shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're like Robert W. and Showgirls. <laughs> like, man, there's nothing doing for me anymore. Yeah. I mean, you want to you watch a- I need uh, some weird shit. You want to watch a weird, <laughs> weird ass movie, watch um, Louis C.K., the comedian, before people knew him, had made a movie called, uh, I'm I, like- Shit, I'd have to look it up. I was about to say it's. Were you so- talking about it the other day? I might have been Louis C.K. By the way, while Go you're ahead. looking, while you're looking that up, um, my resident expert on Oingo Boingo and other things like the Butthole Surfers <laughs> and the Residents and Captain Beefheart and uh, all things Zappa um, says that he loves it. Can't get enough of it. It's like an old-fashioned cartoon come to life with titties. Hmm. But he is into some weird shit. He, Wait, so he likes it. He's in like three noise bands. Hmm. Yeah. And, and are you talking about Pootie Tang? Pootie Tang? What? Pootie Tang is the best Louis movie C. ever. He wrote and directed <laughs> Pootie Tang. No. Like, I think that's the only thing he did. Yes. Pootie Tang was so surreal. No, he, <laughs> the he genius. Did, uh, it actually kind of is. I think it's um tomorrow night. I think um I always confuse it because I, I, at the same film festival I saw it's that, uh, um, which I believe he wrote and directed. And um, I also saw the one of the Bill Plumpton full length movies, which I think is like "So I Married a Strange Person," I think is what it's called. And yeah, okay. But they're 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 both like mind fuck movies. I didn't realize he wrote and directed Pootie Ting. Thank you, Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. I forgive you everything about tomorrow Sad night. Do you want to watch a fucked up movie that's kind of got minuscule amounts of a touch of this, and in, in that there's like a very weird like just accept it like man with the beard and drag that's supposed to be a woman you know kind of thing then yeah tomorrow night hmm. at least it's from the mind of louis ck the genius that brought his pootie tang yeah or just watch pootie tang yeah it's kind of surreal too <laughs> not really but okay you don't think pootie tang is surreal not really no 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 <laughs> no really he hits people with a belt that's not super surreal she hits people with a belt in this. I know it's a whip. Yeah. Okay. God, yeah. That's the other thing is there's a lot of like weird S and M shit going on in this movie too, and it just gets darker and weirder as the movie gets goes on. Yeah, we're we're back. To around give you an example, Benzo. there is a guy in, in I guess what is uh, the king's banquet hall. There is a guy hanging from a a harness. Yeah. You know, one of the like an acrobat's harness. Like an acrobat yeah. harness hanging above the. Uh, the long dining table holding two candles in his hands and two candles in his toes and just kind of swinging back and forth there. Yep. He's the chandelier. Yep. Apparently. And he kind of rotates around as Hervé. the queen and king have sex yes. on the table. Yeah. You can get some fully clothed midget porn in this. Yeah. So, you know, if that's your thing, yeah. if you're Robert, midgets if, have been showing up in my life way too much recently, if you're Robert and you've seen all that yeah. shit. And you need some fully clothed midget porn that, while a dude on a on a wire harness with oh God. candles just flips around to watch. Uh, I saw a midget comedian God, this shit's not so too painful. long ago at the coffee shop. I saw a Latino, a Latina lesbian midget. Wow. Yeah, that is Wait, like that is a, that is a yeah. hiring, that is a hiring opportunity just no waiting kidding. to happen. And now I've that seen is the most minority person <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah. And they're minor. They're a minor minority. <laughs> yes, like. Like, she might be the only one. Like, that's how much of a minority she might I, be. It's a minority possible. of one. <laughs> I, I uh, guess she could be transsexual, and that would that would make her the most. Just, atheist, too. I just blew your mind, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> My mind's already in a fragile state after Transsexual, that movie, so. Latina, midget. Lesbian. Lesbian. Hmm. God. Well, yeah. so this has really gone off the rails. Yeah, I, I, anytime but it's we, just like the damn movie. Anytime it's so we drift random. this far off topic, maybe we should just end it and move along and talk about other things. But I think yeah. so. I'm I'm gonna watch the Three Stooges short that the alphabet scene yeah, apparently I was mean, based on. Please, to please, cleanse my brain. Please, before you watch this, watch 
I mean, if you want to fuck up your mind, watch where it came from. I mean, at this point in time, the old Fleischer cartoons are, are pretty fucked up, save Superman. Mm-hmm. I mean, Superman's pretty, you know, standard. You know, they were they were under a guideline to make that a certain way. But I mean, the the bimbo cartoons, the old uh, Cab Calloway cartoon, the dancing skeletons shit. Just go on YouTube. Most of those are out there. Just Google Fleischer and yeah, watch all those. And then if you want to They're see better. How, how if you want to take something so, you know, so pure and weird and, and crazy and kind of original for the time and, and, and rape it. See what the live action <laughs> fucked up LSD yeah. bullshit version is. Right. Then, then enjoy sure, this. Sure. Go for it. Watch this. Mm. And, and, and if, and if we're, if we're off base, if we're missing something, you're probably not going to change our minds, but please, please call. No, let, anyway, call us. in and let us know because we're interested to see how fucked yeah, up you are. I don't generally make you know huge declarative statements like that, but yes, I, I just think if you watch this in a non-ironic, non uh, you know drug-induced state and and enjoy it, I I, I just don't get it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> let's rate this bitch. Yes, let's. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be much debate. Not a lot. This is a fucking five bagger. Concurred. If there's ever a five bagger, yeah, this is it. Because I cannot recommend this, this to anyone. This ever. would almost be like that. Somebody suggested. I don't even care how high you are. I can't recommend it to you. Yeah, no. I mean, I want to trick people with this. Somebody uh, way uh, back in the day, I think via email. This was before we did voicemails. I think they suggested that we we make some kind of ultimate low rating based off of Twilight because like five bags maybe just wasn't enough. Because I think we there was one episode where we were debating. Uh, maybe like Vampiros Lesbos or something where we were debating like, well, this is bad, but it's not as bad as Twilight. And then like, but you were like, no, no, it's, but it's bad. It's bad, bad. But, and we were like, just as we've been afraid and leery to give out five jocks on a whim for something that's incredibly awesome because mm-hmm. we, and we inevitably compare it to the other ones that we, we set aside some kind of lowest of low. So you're saying a movie could enter the forbidden zone. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's it's entirely that possible. So we could we could call it the forbidden zone. <laughs> there we go. And then just give the golden jocks to our ultimate five sure. jocks movies. Because this this movie almost makes us have to reevaluate everything. Because all right, I'm not in any way, shape, or <laughs> this form. This movie changes everything. I'm not in any way, shape, or <laughs> form saying changer. that I ever ever want to watch Twilight ever again. But things it has going in its favor: normal cinematography, normal lighting. Normal <laughs> cheesy music that's in every other movie. Comprehension of how to make a movie. Comprehension of a, a plot, no matter how stupid and ridiculous and lame ball it is. People talking like normal people. Maybe not emoting at all, like Kristen Stewart couldn't. No ex- blackface. Kristen Stewart is. A sh- <laughs> I wonder if Kristen Stewart eventually is going to do Botox ads because she's kind of already there. She just always has that, you know, that blank, vacuous yeah. look. Yeah. So you know, so I'm not mm. like I'm not in any way endorsing Twilight, but. It, this kind of almost needs it's a, a special lower than five bags. Rate. I'm telling you, it's the, it's forbidden, the forbidden zone. zone. This okay. movie because you know what the forbidden zone. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a movie it's, that it, it works. We can't possibly in any way, shape, or form. Recommend. But as it stands, five bags, five bags on our yep. current scale, possibly a new scale. Yes. <laughs> God. Yeah, and and they are there is talk of them making a sequel. Yeah, coming out this year well, well you know i guess somebody had 30 dollars in a digital camera so have fun with that somebody's an asshole that's all i know <laughs> there are lots of people that are assholes sir. yes and there are too many of them <laughs> yeah so stop the madness <sighs> travis travis powder. travis if, if we were punked uh congratulations sir that is that is legendary in your punking sir you're <laughs> fired <laughs> you made me want to quit travis yeah we're not going to forget your name now, sir. Yeah. Nope. Never again. Your name is etched we will in never our fucking memories Never forget. Forever. Your name is Mud. You are now Travis Alamo. That's how <laughs> unforgettable you have become. <laughs> so, oh, hey, all right, let's take a break. All I know. Yeah. Cleanse our skulls. All I know is if we are not watching an action movie from 1990 <laughs> next week, I don't Somebody's know if I can die. handle it. I'm I'm going to find something that so much shit is going to blow up. Oh God, you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I need it. Yeah. All I right. need it. We'll be back. The countryside is overgrown. There's a lot. 
Hey, Memcast. Second half. Of the second half. A much happier half. Most assuredly. I predict. I pray. I promise. Should be. I really want it to be. Well, it better be. God damn it. I think the first thing we can do this half to make it a little happier is we'll talk about a subject that we enjoy. We will drudge up last episode's topic of best tadas in a movie, uh, and weighing in on that subject is Clint, the imaginary truck driver from Madison, Wisconsin. He called in on the Garfield phone hotline. Take it away, Clint. Hey, guys. This is Clint from Madison again. Um, okay. Just remembered, had a flashback. You're talking about boobs, titties, tatas. All right. First movie I ever saw that over at my cousin's house. Mom didn't know that the movie was on. Barbarella with Jane Fonda. I think I was maybe six, maybe seven years old. Uh, most iconic Restices uh, that I ever saw in a movie, Blake Edwards. Uh, my dad took me to go see at the theater Ten with Dudley Moore and Bo Derek. Um, when my mom found out about it, she lost her shit. Um, probably best set of tatas I ever saw in a movie. I would have to say would be 1983 Trading Places with uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis in the mirror scene with Dan Aykroyd. So. That's my info. I think it's a great uh, topic. I'm sure all the ladies hate it, so maybe you can do a gratuitous uh, male butt shot one for uh, movies in the future. So anyways, have a good one, guys. Always fun. Bye. All right. Well, thanks, Clint. Well, um, I don't know. My favorite, my my favorite male nudity scene, uh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin's Bacon. Yeah, Kevin's yeah, Bacon. Kevin's and, Bacon. Uh, Kevin's Bacon. Uh, but we're we're not gonna do a topic like that because no. we're all men and we're misogynists so <laughs> so that wraps that up uh, um but thank you for sharing with us clint that uh yes 10 had to be awesome as a oh yeah you know, like a nine-year-old your dad is my favorite guy your dad is a hero He's pretty awesome I would <laughs> that like, guy's an american hero we would like to know the punishment that your mother inflicted upon your father you know, many many people in this country may hate jane fonda but good god if i'd seen barbarella when i was six seven eight years old barbarella mm. was pre- She'd be your Pre- favorite crazy actress father, ever. Right? Oh, I know, I know, yeah. I know. This, I, I was just making sure. So it's kind of okay. Is it, is, it's retcon that it's okay, you know. I think it's, it's okay to it, like Jane Fonda before. Pre-Hanoi Jane? Yeah, pre-Hanoi okay. Jane. Okay. I think so. All right. I'm not, I haven't cleared that with, you know. Some Vietnam veterans? Yeah, with any Vietnam veterans. But okay. Okay, we can take a poll. <laughs> yeah. We can take a poll. We'll take a know. poll. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what we do. We like to there do things go. scientifically. But yeah, Clay, right. tell us tell us how badly your mother beat your father with an orange or something. <laughs> uh, nice. Because we love dredging up childhood memories. I'm like going to add on to the Clint mythos here. Um, perhaps <laughs> that's when he took up arm wrestling because he was trying to hold his arms, his mom's arm back as she was beating as his she was father. trying to stab his father. Yeah, and he just couldn't do it. <laughs> He's like, I've got to strengthen my forearms. <laughs> So, so at the age of at the age of nine and a half, fatherless, Clint took to the road. <laughs> oh, we're so sorry, Clint. We're just we're building you a legend. We are the legend of Clint. There is going to be a country song one day when we gain musical talent. Clint <laughs> from Madison <laughs> saw his mall, stabbed his paw. One day, one day. All right, we're not there yet. So anyway, thank you, Clint, once again, as always, for calling in. And on to other things. Well, let's talk. Well, I guess you I guess you win because you've seen the newest movie, so we'll let you talk about it first. The mechanic. The mechanic. The me- the mechanic. Sorry, Jason Statham and Ben Foster. Okay. And a jaundiced looking Donald Sutherland. Okay. AKA Donald Sutherland. <laughs> yes, AKA Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Um, you know Jason Statham movies? I do. He's still making them. What? Was this one of them? <laughs> this was one of them. Though, I will say it's got a, it's a little bit more uh a little more heart to it than most of them. It was more crank than crank 2. No, cuz it was it more transporter no, 3. No, cuz I actually kind of liked it too. So, I wouldn't compare it to crank. So it was more transporter You're a bad human being. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lumping you into those Elfman fans. <laughs> Sorry, it gave me like, a headache, man. There's more Transporter 2. Transporter 2 was terrible. It's 
it, the action parts are insane and kind of well, awesome. Good. That's what you expect. But there's actually, the there's Satan a lot movie. of stuff because the, the crux of the movie is. He's a mechanic. Yeah. He is a mechanic. In other words, he, so he, he is the guy cars. who just cause you wanted to kill somebody. Anybody can kill somebody. He makes it look like it was something else. Usually. I make this look good. Yeah. Oh. So how does he does that? How does he do that working on cars? Um, does he fix the cars and then transport them? Yeah, he does have a classic car that he fixes up in his oh. garage. That's what he does in his free time. Oh, so it's like so he's, he's not a, actually he's a quote unquote mechanic and an actual mechanic yes. too. Huh. One in the same. Wow. Huh. But yeah, but the crux is he's okay. he's forced to kill somebody he doesn't want to kill and then um ends up having to train well not having to, but the son of this person knows who he is and what he does. Where he's like one of the few people on the planet that knows about him and knows that he's basically the one of the best assassins mankind has ever known. And uh does decides he have he, a creed? No, I don't actually well, he kinda does, but you know. But but no, he says, I want to train with you, I want to learn everything, I want to know what you know. So I want to be can, the Daniel San to your Mr. Miyagi of death. So that I can kill you. Mm, no, because he doesn't know. Oh, the son the, he, the son, son does know. not know okay. that Jason right, Statham okay, is responsible. Oh, okay. Which becomes the whole crux How does of the he movie not because know Jason Statham through guilt decides, okay, I'm I'm gonna teach this kid because he's got no nothing else to live for now. So that he can avenge his father and then finds out that Jason Statham <laughs> killed him. I will him. avenge thee. It plays out a little differently than you'd expect. But it just affords some really really awesome fight scenes and some really crazy stunt car stunts and gunplay and all sorts of cool stuff well good and and it, a lot of the it's it's cool because a lot of the assassinations play almost out like a heist they're like okay here's how we're getting in here's so how we're gonna pull of it off and here's how we're gonna get out you know they have like and there's like four or five of those so it's kind of so that plays pretty, yeah it played it, it, plays it was up. right in my wheelhouse yeah sweet yeah i had a lot Sounds of like fun, fun with it silent jen enjoyed it quite a bit as well it was actually her suggestion go figure so i got points and I saw a good movie. Awesome. Yeah. So it was a win-win for everybody. No kidding. Except Jason Statham, because apparently the movie didn't do all that well. Mm. Well, huh. there's that. But it's one I would definitely say rent it. When it comes out, rent it. He's never... Has he really ever been in like a, a big blockbuster movie? I mean... Expendables? Well, but, but, but that, know, that doesn't really that, count. That, well, yeah, but I mean, that was an ensemble thing. I just mean, has he ever driven one to be like... I mean, because they've all done well, I guess, like Transporter and Crank yeah. and stuff. But I mean... I mean, his movies always seem to make their money back. Yeah, at least, I guess. And then they probably find a bigger following on home video, I suppose. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, he's, I he's, think Crank was a pretty Yeah, he's just never pulled in. Like, I mean, like, you know, sadly, like, The Rock has probably had a shit ton of action hits before he turned oh, into yeah. Family Man, you know. Just, you know, lots of people will go see a movie with The Rock or Vin Diesel. Like, I know a lot of people who really like Jason Statham, too. Yeah, no, I just... So, but he, it, He's good at what he does. Yeah. No, I think you, he's, you know what you're getting out of him. Yeah, I think he's a, and he probably, plays it perfectly. He's probably even like a, I'd say almost a better action person than either Vin Diesel or The Rock, just because yes. it's like, you know, he he kind of makes it look cooler. Like it looks more like he he never overplays anything. Yeah. Well, and it's also and he just always like, seems to keep a slightly sarcastic distance from everything. Yeah. Well, it's just on any. It's also like, like not like super like steroidy bulky. He just he doesn't look like you know. Yeah, he's regular. You, you, I mean, regular like a, dude, bulky. You know, if like the rock hits you, you just look like you take one punch and you die. Mm-hmm. You know, if, <laughs> you know, fake, yeah, fake, but fake wrestler or whatever. But I mean, the dude could punch you and probably Statham kill you. looks like a guy who would fight dirty. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you do not. And that is the guy you do not want to mess with ever. Yeah, he looks like the guy that works out in the bar that's going to punch you in the face. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I would. I really enjoyed it. I, I'd say it was like four out of five stars. Okay. So that's pretty good. I mean, it's not perfect, but damn fun, huh? It's a fun movie. I like that the poster is a gun made out of guns. Mm, yes. Yo, dog. Are you like guns? <laughs> yeah. So I made and a dude, gun out there's, of guns. There's a retro trailer. Like, I, I, one thing I will say, don't watch the trailer. Okay. Uh-huh. Because the, the trailer, there are a few key plot points that are spoiled by the trailer. Mm. I think I did, but I already forgot it. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. you're better off forgetting. I mean, it's a lot of fast cut stuff, but there's certain scenes where you, if you're looking for them, you realize how things are going to play out kind of deal. But after you've seen the movie, there is a retro trailer that was an official one that's really, really awesome. 
Okay. It's basically made like almost like a grindhouse 70s type trailer. Question. Did you ever see the Answer. bank the bank job? No, I haven't. You need to see that. I know. If you like Jason Statham. Or, yeah. Because that's, that's definitely... That, From what that I've heard, is, that is his best movie. That's a heist. It's a heist yeah. movie. Job that is a, on a bank. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. What do you guys seen? Uh, Anything else? I guess Nothing we'll, go, new, we'll right? go reverse chronological. Uh, that makes me next, I think. Okay. <laughs> because I've seen... I saw the long title movie. One of many long title movies. You have the Englishman, the English, the Englishman <laughs> who went up a hill but came down a mountain. No. Yes. I just yeah. I almost said it I thought I said it backwards. And you have Woody Allen's everything you always want to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask. And the assassination of Desi James by the coward Robert Ford, which is what I watched. I really? like long title movies. Yeah. Apparently. So how was the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford? Uh it's really, really based really on good. the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> Woody Allen's the assassination. Yeah. yeah. Uh no, it's it's really good. It's um it's kind of strange to me because that movie seems to kind of come and gone and it's revered, but it's not like super revered. And I think it should be because really, yeah, it it's bold words. Yeah. It, it's, it's like kind of, a, it's kind of a masterpiece. It's kind of like a hidden masterpiece. The only thing, my only problem with it is he's not bad in it, but I just think I would have liked to see someone else other than Casey Affleck play Robert Ford, which is unfortunate. Well, it's kind of a key he, part. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things like, as much as I, as I love the movie and I think he did a good job, it's like, there's part of me that just wants to see someone other than Michael Sarah play Scott Pilgrim to bring it up again. Mm-hmm. But it's like, Casey Affleck does good. It's just like, I think somebody else just could have made it amazing because like everything, mm-hmm. all the, all the other sums of the movie, parts of the movie are just amazing, you know? And, uh, it's a long movie and in some ways it, it may not end where you think it should end it kind of has like a almost a fourth act to it which is kind of strange epilogue yeah but like an extended like 20 minute or so part maybe 30 is it the kind of thing you'd compare to like no country for old men yeah a little bit yeah where it's kind of like okay it's not bad but that's kind of weird the natural ending of the movie is about 20 minutes before the movie right right yeah okay um but other than that, it is it is phenomenal. It is the way the cinematography in it. I got it on Blu-ray, and I'm glad. I really, really glad I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it does one kind of weird thing, which I'm not sure I like, but I understand why they did it. There's like, like when they're doing then there's some narration in it, and when they're doing the narration bits, the camera kind of gets like a a haze around the outside, mm-hmm. like almost like the old school, you know black circle like, like vignetting yeah, yeah but it kind of like goes kind of like crystally out of focus around the edges and it just kind of got a weird thing to it but the rest of the movie is just you know as as gorgeously shot as a movie can be pretty mm-hmm. much without being terrence malick so yeah and it's it's really good it's long you know so be prepared it's like two hours and 40 minutes or so but so it's an epic it is pretty much an epic but yeah it's a damn damn fine movie hmm yeah, I, I've heard very good things about the cinematography in it, which yeah. is one of the main reason I've wanted to see it. Well, it, it's one of those, it, it had been on my list for a long time, like pretty much ever since it came out. And uh, I don't know why, I just, I kind of always forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing that brought it back into my consciousness was the fantastically made Yogi Bear spoof, <laughs> which uh, just was like, oh yeah, even ha- having seen this movie, I know what mm-hmm. this is a spoof of. So I immediately put it pushed it to the top of my netflix queue and you got it dude sam rockwell's in it he is i didn't realize that plays a pretty big role in it too well shit yeah okay so yeah. um I, I think the only other thing i really kind of wanted to do is very briefly touch on because we've now passed the super bowl the summer movie blitzing has officially begun with the mm-hmm. uh the big high profile trailers any thoughts anything change as far as what you were kind of looking forward to, or they make absolutely no difference whatsoever. Uh, Captain America looks good. Okay. Thor, I'll see it, but I'm still leery of it. Really? See, I'm strangely sitting here in a Captain America t-shirt, and I'm actually completely the opposite. I have utmost confidence in Thor. I'm slightly worried about Captain America. And that's mostly the track um, record of the director. I can't shake that. I can't shake that I haven't really liked anything that... Who's the director for Captain America? Joe Johnston. Oh, Jurassic really? Park 3, uh, Rocketeer. I mean, Rocketeer is cute, 
but not good. Yeah. Didn't he do like Jumanji also, I believe? I might have. I think that was him. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like, I just, I just trust, I trust Kenneth Branagh. I mean, I know it's not his kind of movie, but I just think that he understands directing better, mm-hmm. you know, and has shown me that. Yeah. So I, I think what encouraged me the most about Captain America is everything they showed was from the forties. Yes. The whole movie is. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the movie pretty much ends with being frozen and ice. Frozen. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure the whole thing is in the forties. Good. But yeah, talk about creepy, cr- tiny Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the stuff of nightmares. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of freaked me out a little bit. I don't know why they focused so much on the trailer for that for the Super Bowl because that was a odd choice. It's like, I mean, maybe it was, I mean, it's hard to do anything in thirty seconds to sell you on mm-hmm. a movie in thirty seconds. I mean, generally speaking, when movie trailers come along, the thirty second trailer is what uh, comes along as a byproduct of it already being released. Mm-hmm. It's like the last ditch, please come see your movie thing. Yeah, because. Generally speaking, movie trailers are not 30 seconds anytime in advance, except for maybe a teaser. And maybe that's what you want to call this. But it sure seemed like they should try to throw a lot of crap in. I think maybe they should have gone more of the teaser route. You know, maybe show him for a brief second, a skinny guy and being thrown yeah, up I in was the machine. Su- and I was like, surprised they boom. showed Red Skull in it. Yeah, extremely briefly. But yeah, man, the thing I love about comic book movies is that I get to catch up on all the comic book shit without having to read the comic books. <laughs> Without having to ever have read them. Nice. Okay. And I know it doesn't make me any sort of an expert or, you know, even make me really knowledgeable uh, when you compare it to the full gamut of comic book nerds out there. But uh, well, I, don't, it, I don't count myself among them because I would have... You're a, wearing a Captain America I, t-shirt. No, I would say I would have a thousand things wrong with that trailer if I was a comic book nerd. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> a comic book enthusiast then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, so, yeah, I'll just say comic book enthusiasts as a, as a whole, and you can subclassify those as you will. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it allows me to know about the characters and some of the story mm-hmm. without having to uh, go back and read 60 years of comic books. And I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I... I we do, too. I obviously want <laughs> Captain America to be a good movie. I just... I'm, I'm sold on Thor, unsure about Captain America. Extremely hopeful, okay. though. The big thing about Captain America... Mm-hmm. Why the hell are they releasing it on July 4th? I don't know. That was just dumb. Yeah. When are I mean, they releasing on. it? It's like July 22nd. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can it's move like, that shit up. It's like fucking America. Yeah. It's dumb. I, I don't even know what's on July 4th. And God help me if it's a Twilight movie again. <laughs> God help me. Uh, We've already established there's no hope for American. But you know what? No, it's because they're trying to cram both, both of them in the summer and they... I guess they want enough space. Yeah, they want enough space, which is dumb because, I mean, let's face it. The people that are going to go see one are going to go see the other. And it doesn't matter if they come out a week between each other. That's what Hollywood never seems to understand. Like, oh, we got to give six months space. We, You know, like how they push back like Matrix sequels and Back to the Future way back in the day. Like, oh, no, they can't be out too soon. It's like, motherfucker. Like, you could put Back to the Future 2 and 3 in the theater the same weekend. And you're just going to make I remember watching when I saw Back to the Future 2, I was like, all right. Where's three when now? When the hell is three? Yeah. I mean, like if you if you had them out in the same weekend, people would walk out of the theater, walk back in, and pay again. Yeah. Yep. Right now, at, at least according to one website, there's nothing scheduled for July four. Oh, uh, but Transformers, Transformers is scheduled for July one. Ooh, well there you go. That's that's which means I'll probably I, that's see yeah, what they do. That's the that's yeah, the weekend. And that's the three hundred pound gorilla. You don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I will, I will probably be. I think <laughs> someone I, will be paying for me to see Transformers yeah, I, over I the think, July 4th holiday. I think they burn their bridge too much. For the I, third I think this is going to tank. You really think so? Yeah, I do. I mean, well, they they pissed off. Uh, they pissed off everyone. Pissed off with Idle two. Thumbs, uh, Chris Remo, by putting the moon in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the teaser with the moon. <laughs> no, I just mean two. Most people came out of two. I was like, that was fucking terrible. I mean, I don't. You know, it's that whole. I just turned my I'm brain the one, off. I'm the I one person it. that likes to, I guess. I don't dislike it. I uh, I turn my look. I, turn I shut brain my off. brain completely off. Exactly, and I just sh- just watch. The, shit the blow only up. part is when he goes to Transformer <laughs> Heaven. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" When, he, when was, he's in Transformer Heaven, that's the only part where I was like, "All right, I guys." Think that's the one part I like. What the shit? <laughs> Transformers Two was actually sort of like Dreamcatcher in that respect. That's that like the, weird alien, I think that's the one part of Transformers 2 I actually liked. That's what? really funny. Yeah, because like it's it's the one thing like the animated movie. 
Harlow wants to go to Transformers Heaven. I do want to go to. It's the one thing that's like the Transformers animated movie. The one thing I want to do in my entire life is go to Transformers Heaven. When he opens up the, when he gets the Matrix the first time, uh, Rodimus Prime, as he's becoming Rodimus Prime, he goes and talks to the 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 previous Primes, and that was like carried over directly in Revenge of the Fallen. Nerd alert! (sighs) Nerd alert! I just I hated the way they did it. Hate what? Okay, just the whole. I thought it was kind of the whole ghostly. It could be Shia LaBeouf though. Well, no, 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 well, that that too, but um, Transformers. It's the first one in 3D, as the first one without Megan Fox. Fail. Mm. I, I am curious to see how Michael Bay handles a 3D not, movie not because you can't have Megan super Fox. fast cuts the whole time. Actually, that may be a very good thing. Yeah, because well, it I, may I slow hope he realizes that because otherwise, people are going to have fucking migraines walking out of that thing. They're gonna be I probably vomiting. would. It's going to be like even if it was in 2D. Yeah, it's probably going to be like. Uh, like the Goonies. I'm just saying, Megan Fox not in it. The one reason it should be in 3D, fail. Um, okay. I got another movie for you. All right. The trailer they showed. Fuck you. Fast Five. Fast Five, Furious Five. Vin Diesel. Five, Paul Pure Walker. Fire. Lucas Black. I cannot believe it. The Rock. The Rock is going to be the in Rock? this. He's going to be in Fast and Furious Five. I hope five. he beats the shit out of Vin Diesel. <laughs> is, That's the only the, redeeming he thing. He is the guy tracking them down. Why did Please I? And God. he has a bitchin' beard in this. That Please God, let really him beat the shit out of Vin Diesel. Pick those two out of a hat to talk about action stars, and then not. Oh, Tyrese didn't know it. this. Yep, Tyrese is back in. Wait, what? And Ludacris. Was he, he wasn't in the first one, wasn't he? In the second one? Yeah, Ludacris. Like basically oh, everyone that's ever if been in a Fast and Furious if, movie. They do not have move, bitch, in this movie. <laughs> it is a complete and utter failure. When is this releasing? Because um, April 29th. Hmm. Dare I say, 2011. Just to see if Move Bitch in is in this and movie. IMAX. It is not in 3D. Okay, I will note. Good not call. In 3D. What is because they don't want to darken all the cool neon and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I was going to talk about movies I actually was anticipating, but here we go. Okay, you just threw me for a loop there with Fast Five. I, I honestly, I. If it's I got had heard move, it was coming out, but I had not seen anything for it, and I had forgotten about it until that trailer I haven't showed seen up. one of them since the second one. I never saw Tokyo Drift or the whatever it was, reboot, sequel, uh, Fast and Furious. Right. This movie requires two things to get my ass in a seat. Move Bitch. Move Bitch and The Rock beating up Vin Diesel. God, okay. That's all it takes. Hope. So then again, takes. if Vin Diesel Listen, is supposed Hollywood. to be the hero, he's going to end up beating up The Rock. Probably. And if there's a scene away. of The Rock beating the shit out of Vin Diesel, oh I'm god, still good. I pray, I pray that happens. Why do you want Vin, Be- Vin Diesel beat up? Because I don't like Vin Diesel. Oh, okay. This is news to me. I didn't. I, I didn't know I, there was yeah, a reason I, not to like Vin Diesel other than I don't like. I him. mean, they've both gone gone into that horrible, you know, children's family movie pit. Yes, but The Rock amuses hope, the crap out of me. Okay, I think we should have but a marathon fair. before that. That movie and watch all four watch all four fast four furious four four five four at least four, watch tokyo five. drift do you know how much the watch i don't even know why i watched the sequel i hated the first one so much <laughs> why i ever watched the sequel yeah <sighs> okay well anyway what was the other one that you were anticipating well, drive you're not anticipating. well it just they I, didn't show any trailers for drive angry during the yeah no, I, I just like that they did um they did kind of a 180 on the trailer spot for cowboys and aliens like the the, the original theater trailer or teaser was all cowboys until the very end mm-hmm. you know like oh yeah by the way aliens and this yeah. one is very much like aliens 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 cowboys fighting aliens boom from the yeah. director of iron man so it was just you know, it's the Super Bowl. You gotta. Yeah, obviously, I, I wanted to see this anyway, but I, you gotta I, grab people. It was nice seeing a, a different take on the trailer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's about it. it. I was already in, so just more in, I suppose. And obviously, it was nice seeing more, but still not really anything in Super Eight. Which I'm still, I'm still waiting for the day when that gets a different title. Like, I'm, yeah, part of me like doesn't want that to be the title. <laughs> I just, I, you know, like it's this, a movie about a motel. But, uh, well, yeah. it was funny because immediately after that, my girlfriend goes, what is that? What's it about? And I said, 
you know as much as I do. <laughs> Beats like, the shit out I'm of like, me. They're selling it like Cloverfield. She goes, oh, really? It better be better than Cloverfield. If you want to know, ask Teestrel. He'll tell you all about the art. Don't oh, ask him. That is the last thing I ever want to do. Like, if you if you want to be stuck in a corner for an hour and a half <laughs> listening to somebody talk about rockets and robot, bad robot, and args, then ask T-Strell about uh If you want to know what the movie's about, about ask anybody else. Ask me what the movie's about, and I'll tell you more. Prob- I could probably guess. It's about a video camera. And be closer. And an event. Now, there's a train. And a train. There is a train. And a truck. But that, I, that part of the trailer is actually really cool i like that yeah no because I mean, it has awesome a train to, in it it was awesome to watch because <laughs> i just like you just love it because it's got trains oh. it's got a truck it's like it's like ned driving head onto the truck into the train <laughs> yes with this exactly truck. it's only in like 1979 or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that was that was a pretty cool scene but yeah i mean obviously they still haven't said what it is but i mean the longer the marketing goes on for this movie it's like i guess it's gonna be super eight because i mean cloverfield yeah. 2 well i'm just i mean like, i'm calling it right now cloverfield 2 it's not gonna be fucking cloverfield 2 i said it it's done uh, Cloverfield Mark one words. was in set in like 2008. I know this is Clover Cloverfield two, the prequel. I, I still don't think it's Cloverfield, but you can you Mark can declare. My words. I, okay, I'm marking your. They're words. just selling it like Cloverfield. I don't think it's gonna be Cloverfield. Yeah, but um, when is that coming out? It's Cloverfield two, the they prequel. Put a date lost on it. The reckoning. I don't know. They probably did. But uh, you know, it's just the. It's I, I'm just saying, it's, it's stranger. Be- no, it's coming out this year. Uh, it's just strange. The longer <laughs> that it goes on, that. You know, what are they going to put out a trailer like, hey, you know the thing you saw during the Super Bowl that we were calling Super 8? June 10th, by the way. Now it's this. So part of me thinks like it's got to be something like a like brand recognition sequel, prequel, something. And I don't think Cloverfield's big enough to, to suddenly go, hey, you know, all that marketing you saw for Super 8. Now it's this. Like, I think it's got to be big, like big, big, uh, you know, like Godzilla, something, you know, like you think it. But I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just saying it's, it's got to be something that you like, think they're actually going to change the name. I just don't think that that's a weird title. And I don't know that that was ever meant to be the title, but I could be wrong. I mean, it may still be the title. I just I, I still I'm still that's waiting for like I'm, st- I'm still waiting for this like shoot a drop where they go. Yeah. You know, that thing that like had code name Super 8. Bam. It's, you know, it's E.T. 2 or you know what I mean, it's like, you know, something weird. It's like J.J. Abrams. Yeah. E.T. 2. Well, it's got Spielberg's name all over it, too. So, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it's like it's got to be something that's like brand recognizable. That they are can Spielberg go, and Amblin like, inseparable. Uh, he, is he is Amblin. Yeah, okay, is. yeah. I'm saying like, I it's got to be something weird. Like shit, we were making like, hey, guess what? You know all that Superman talk we were talking about. Fuck, this is Superman. You know what I mean? It's just got to be something. It's like, eight Superman. Yeah, Super gotta, eight. Like, they got to like drop a hammer and go like, boom. It's the sequel to I Am Number Four. <laughs> <laughs> Super Eight. I Am Number Super Four. Yeah, so. It's actually the sequel to 8mm. Mm, it is. 8mm, mm. Super 8. <laughs> First there was 8mm, then there was 8 Mile, now there's Super 8. <laughs> Part of the 8 trilogy. 8 is enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, that's it's a sequel title. to Heart 8. Ooh, there you go. Paul Thomas Anderson, I do. Triumphant Return. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. You- putting jj abrams on it like i said it, it, it to me it seems like it could, be, it could be this weird surprise summer hit because it turns out it's a prequel sequel something to do with something that's established that they just last second they go boom <laughs> which i think it would you know all t-strolls arg bullshit aside that would be kind of fucking awesome for them to hide a production of whatever it was you know with two big names like that yeah I, it's one of those things where that would be awesome but that is never going to happen. It could. It could. Studios like money too much. And if you can tie a brand name to it, they're always going to tie a name to it to sell it. I, mm-hmm. Who knows? The only way it, it happens is if Steven Spielberg is like, Spiel- no, there's no way we're in a- Spielberg runs his own studio. He can just say, we're yeah. doing this. <laughs> and J.J. has his money, you know. J.J. Abrams, so we're, we're, it's possible, but I, I, I'm calling Cloverfield to the beginning. Okay, um, I just don't. I don't think Cloverfield was reckoning. big enough to. I don't think Cloverfield was a big enough hit, or people cared enough up to like suddenly have J.J. Abrams go. Yeah, that was my friend. I gave him some money to like. I'm directing this, and I brought Steven Spielberg along with me. That's that would be weird. Cloverfield to the beginning, yeah. Godzilla, the reckoning. <laughs> okay, how's that? Sure. So whatever. 
I don't know. I don't care. I, it's uh, the yeah, Men in Black prequel. Like I said, I don't. Yes. I don't. I don't want to like dig you know into this like hypothetical T-Strel ARG world. I'm just saying. Like I think that could be some kind of weird surprise thing. Who knows? Who I knows? hope so. I I hope it's cool either way. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap this puppy up. Yes, I think, you're I think right. we shall. Would you like to tell people how to get in contact with us? BMFcast.com. Okay. Twitter.com slash BMFcast. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash BMFcast. Right. Search for the Bad Movie Fiends podcast on iTunes. Rate us and review us. We like five stars. But if you think we're shit, tell us we're shit mm-hmm. and tell us how. If you're a huge fan of Forbidden Zone and we're, our heads are so far up our own mm-hmm. asses, please tell us so. Let us know. And what about the most important thing of all? The Banffcast Garfield phone hotline. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF for the Garfield phone or 910-556-9263. Call us. Also for the Garfield phone. <laughs> yes, also for the Garfield phone. Call us. Leave us a message. Tell us what you like, what you hate. Tell us about the movies that you want us to review. Uh, or tell us other random things. Um, Travis, you're not allowed to call anymore. Um, <laughs> Poor Travis. He's but poor allowed. us for having a sit. Poor us. Allowed. No, he's not. Travis is allowed to call and defend himself. Mm-hmm. Should Travis decide to do that? Travis can write an email to defend himself. <laughs> and if it's good enough, then Travis can call us. Then we will. Then we will allow We will Travis call to, Travis ourselves. <laughs> yes, we'll call you back. Um, but no, call the Garfield phone. Leave us a message. Um, wake Garfield from his slumber to do our bidding, which is taking a message. And uh, tell us all about some things. And we will put you on the podcast like many others have been. Right. So that's that. And hey, drive angry. Yeah, drive angry. Three dimensions. There will be a uh, BAMFcast screening on that Saturday of... uh, February 26th. February 26th. So... Let's make it an official BAMFcast outing. An official BAMFcast outing. Fans are invited. Fan outing. You may travel the world over. Friends are invited. Yes. Yes. Book your tickets now. (laughs) We're in the Jacksonville, Florida area. If you're within driving distance, just drive here angrily. In three dimensions. In three dimensions. Yes. So, we're going to try to have a big ass meetup and watch it in the three dimensions. If you're somewhere within the driving distance and you plan to come to Jacksonville, Florida for... You know, because all the exciting things that we mm-hmm. can offer here, uh, check the Twitters. That's probably going to be your yep. best bet because mm-hmm. we'll be able to update faster than we would put out a cast. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be our avenue of coordinating. Yeah. And I think we'll probably do a post on the website as we're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put it on all know, the places. Yeah, but all yeah, the places. We'll, we'll get the times. It'll be sometime in the afternoon on the 26th. Yep. Right. Once we get the times, we'll be... Yes, we will all drive angry and celebrate the fact that Nicolas Cage might be in an awesome movie. (laughs) We'll celebrate the form. Yeah, we'll celebrate uh, Nicolas Cage in three dimensions. Okay, let's wrap this puppy up. Yep. All All right. right. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And this is Bamfcast out, motherfuckers. (laughs) 